welcome to the 67th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, so scripts and such, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, uh, implementing scripts, or even cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So in this episode, we've got Julie Bacchini again leading us in the t- on the topic of Facebook ad creative, mainly inspired by last week's episode where we talked about Facebook advertising in general. Um, And no, you don't really need to have necessarily um, listened to last week's episode, but it could help to, you know, give you like context. So um, yeah, go on, go on, listen to it. We'll wait. Okay. Three, two, one. All right. So ready? Right. So let's get into this week's chat. So, um, yeah. So Julie um, welcomes us to this chat. And um, because we've got um, about 11 questions prepared, this could go quite quickly. So I um, I hope to catch um, all the important tips and expert um, knowledge that we get from our experts today. So question one, do you utilize one type of Facebook ad creative more than others? If so, why? Julia Vice jumped straight in going video. Definitely the pivot to video things showed up in a big way for my clients. Awareness, store visits, apps, engagements, it's video, video, video. Ryan Benion replies um, to question one as well. Say, I prefer to work with video and especially vertical video. It's convenient. It allows for full screen takeovers on mobile. You can group by video and views and it's typically more engaging, more video the better. Um, Julie Bicini also replies going, I'm trying to get more video and studio video in the mix. Sam Kesenik also goes video for sure. Um, Sam Kesenik um, also he continues saying that also have been using Lumen 5 after the YouTube PPC chat from a few weeks ago. It's really great and easy to work with. Mm, interesting. So that's another somebody who has taken a tip from a chat that we had about um, what to use, which is at Lumen5, and that's a, um, um, what you call it, a handle. Um, so, yeah, check them out. Steve Gibson also goes, um, I should do more video because, as Julia Vice said, it's usually the most effective, but images are easier to set up and run, so that's what I use most. Um yeah, Mark Gustafson replies going gifts. The reason why they're easier than video, but still stop scrolls and grab attention. Yeah, interesting. So start with gifts, fast paced slideshows. If you don't have video resources, barrier to entry is low. So going on to question two, Julie asks us, do you have a process or specific requirements you share with clients when they want to start running Facebook advertising, RE ad creative? Um, So yeah, to question two, Julia replies, not a particular process because different clients, different creative teams, but I share specs and suggestions for sure. Sam Kesnick replies to question two, saying no real specific process try and get as many different types of resources as possible and let them know our our requirements most clients are pretty open to listening letting us test though and actually following on from a um answer that Sam Kesenick gave, what that Mark Gustafson gave even. So Mark had said that in his answer to question one, saying that he used GIFs 
and the reason why they're easier than video but still stop scrolls and grab attention. Some replies to that saying the bar barrier to entry is what took me so long to get into video gifts too. Once I learned about a few great resources, it changed my entry look. Entry Outlook. Mark Gustafson goes, an easy trick for e-com is to take product pictures and make a slideshow with fast transitions directly into in the interface. You can do a 360 view of them. It's pretty cool and easy if you have the right product pics ready. Yeah, that's an interesting tip there. But then going on to um, answering question two, Julie Buccini replies going, I always bring up right from the beginning how intensive Facebook is when it comes to fresh creators. It is not like any other place they've advertised before in this regard, and they generally really have no idea what to expect. Ryan Bennion replies question two saying, I find the challenge is clients who have enough video assets. Usually long form video, four minutes or longer is best, and I cut the content up in a worst case scenario i like to answer questions customers have in the content it enhances customer learning process Dwayne brown replies to question two saying in making use we understand um, our usp making sure even we understand our usp target market and that we have ad copy to go with creative also based on our account audit answer any questions before we get started mark gustafson replies to question two saying creative will make or break your efforts i try to make it very clear that a bad ad just won't work focus on selling propositions show don't tell drag attention to key copy with emojis and then going on to question three, Julie asks, have you found a specific ca cadence that wor generally works for Facebook ad creators in your accounts? What is the sample size of impressions you consider before deciding on performance of an ad's creative? And yes, I think that's a very, very good question. So yeah, Julia Vice replies saying, I haven't found a perfect cadence and I have finally given up on relevancy or creative freshness score. Just look at engagement and make your decision based on user interaction. Um, Julia Buccini replies to question three saying, I have found it depends on audience size a lot too. Smaller the audience, the more frequent the creative changes you need. Fatigue is faster. Agree on engagement being the best proxy for when to switch out ads. Dwayne Brown replies going, I look at spend uh, um, spend versus um, ATC, IC and purchase numbers. Um, at some point, the numbers just don't work with our Canadian clients. I find larger audience size matter more than our USA clients as we can only sell um, lookalike audience so far in a small country. Um, and yeah, we got Mark Gustafson replying to question three saying, as much as I'd love a process that's, uh, that is as scheduled as every Monday at 9am, I have new creative. I've never had that kind of structure. A huge tip is to have GDN banners made at the same time and have a consistent experience across platforms. Yes, integration, integration, integration. I totally believe in that. Ryan Bennion replies to question three saying, I base it on size of the audiences on a large audience. You can use creative for longer. I actually use frequency to determine when to switch up creative aside from retargeting prospecting creative should be max 1.5 to 2 frequency that's when i switch it up um and yeah and julia vice replies and never forget the client is an audience um then going on to question four julie asks what is the best length for videos in an ads in your experience what has performed well or not so well in accounts you've worked on so these are some great tips that you guys can just take away to do your next in terms of creative and how to use it so yes let's look at 
timings for videos. Um, Julia Vice goes straight insane, short, like really short, disappointedly short, six seconds to 15 seconds, anything longer, and it's better for YouTube or Facebook watch. But then going on to another trend, we had uh, Mark Gustafson reply to Julia Vice, um, where she, uh, where Julia had said, I haven't found a perfect cadence, but I have finally given up on re relevancy or creative freshness score. Just look at engagement and make your decision based on user interaction. Mark replies to that saying, yup, when I start fresh, I'll run dynamic creative with a decent budget, take the learnings and create individual ads based off the winner. I also figure Facebook will switch delivery to another active ad once the current winner starts fatiguing. Um, yeah, and Julia continues with that saying, Mark, that's a great way to do it. I get a lot of bait and switch, make a bunch of creative for fatigue management, but then ask um, ask to an A, B, test them. Dynamic is a good balance. Um, Julia replies, is this mainly for e-com running dynamic creative, that is? Um, Mark Gustafson replies, across the board, I wouldn't recommend it as long-term, long-time solution. However, Facebook might because fa Facebook might be because it's a power five strategy. Um, you just lose social proof with dynamic, which sucks. Easy way to get a winner with doing minimal work. Get a good starting point to create variations. And then, yeah, we then go to, um, yeah, when Mark replies to um, question three, um, yeah, and reply to Julie's answer to question three, where she says, I have found it depends on audience size a lot. Too smaller the audience, the more frequent the creative changes you need. Mark replies, yes, prospecting of, uh, efforts can swing tremendously with good creative, but it's not because they're fatigued. That's a product of higher frequency found in retargeting and two in undiversified interest or lookalike prospecting. Um, and then, yeah, going on to our answers question four, um, Ryan Bennion then also replies, um, pretty much backing up what Julia Weiss had said, where he goes, she goes, um, where he, and he goes 15 to 30 second videos. If you're doing story ads, obviously they can't be that long. They can, but not ideal. I find you can start grouping them after that by video views percentages and really go aggressive on the 100% view throughs. Dwayne Brown replies to question four, um, saying, haven't found one. I watch movie trailers on any platform. If it's entertaining, people will watch it. Most brands tend to have short videos. Um, yep. And then we go into question five. Julie asks, have you found that different types of ad creative work better or worse with different campaign objectives on Facebook? Um, yeah. And then we've got, um, Mark who replies to, um, Ryan Bennion. I feel like Mark is doing a lot of great follow throughs with other people's answers. And, um, Marcus Dustin Rose, um, writes, I was in an account recently that has had the same video running in prospecting for almost two and a half years. Nothing can beat it. You're right. Larger cold audiences can support the same ads for a long time. Um, and then, yeah, we then have, um, Margaret Simpson replying to question four saying, make your ads at least 15 seconds. The reason is because that's a full through play Facebook's news video metric full through play. So T-H-R-U play. Um, if you cut it shorter than that, you aren't getting as much data as possible or building a quality audience through video views. Um, Ryan Bennion replies to question five, is it? Oh, yes, great question five being about, have you found that different types of ad creative work better or worse with different campaign objectives on Facebook? I hope I, did I? 
Was say that question? I don't think I did. So saying that again, have you found that different types of ad creative work better or worse with different campaign objectives on Facebook? That was question five. And in answer to question five, um, Ryan Bennion replies, as much as I love video, they haven't been the best way to drive traffic goals. Generally speaking, static and strong copy have been more effective on driving clicks. However, conversion goals have been better with video. Um, we then have... Um, Doing Brown replying to question five, saying, what you sell is a big part of the question. Seeing a video work well as a revenue drive for a prospecting audience for a mattress brand in an account I audited, it was very profitable. Some odd reason client wasn't doing more video. And in reply to question five, we've got Sam Kazanik going, traffic has been better with a remarketing or where audience and solid image creative brand building has been great with video conversions, depends on a bit more, don't really have a clear winner. And then in reply to question five, we got um, Julia Weiss replying, not really. The type of creative should probably match the desired outcome, but video seems to lift all boats, at least for now. Mike Gustafson replies to question five, saying for e-com, dynamic ads usually kill it. However, if you have a boring catalog, mix it up with a collection ad, get a nice lifestyle video or image and have that beautiful catalog below. Uh, Mark continues, I don't like video for the lead objective, but I would still test it if you have a good asset. I think it's generally harder to have a good B2B video, doable, but more difficult. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Mark yeah, continuing with his answer to question five. Um, yeah, he goes, another underrated move is your catalog. Like I said, dynamic prospecting is a goldmine for e-com, creating a lifestyle catalog or at least spicing it up with colored backgrounds, etc., is super underutilized. I feel Mark should actually set, do a chat um, and should actually lead one of our discussions just on Facebook. He's got really great tips here. Um, then we've got, um, yeah, Julia Vice replying to question six, saying audience, interest, location, conversion, volume, conversion rate, prospecting versus retargeting, all kinds of this. And even though I've already given you an answer to question six from, from Julia Vice, um, yeah, I didn't actually read out what question six was. Um, question six is what variables do you typically test in ad creative on Facebook? And then we've got Mark also giving um, another follow-up tip in um, his answer to question five, going, most people think of this for retargeting, but honestly, dynamic prospecting to cold traffic performs really well. I'm totally bought into Facebook's mid middle funnel and targeting. It doesn't always work, but always worth the test. It regularly regularly outperforms remarketing for small AOVs. Um, and then answering question six, we've got Julie going, um, the most obvious thing to test are still worth testing different images, different headlines, or different CTAs. Um, and then we've got question seven, which is, what is something that worked for you with ad creative that surprised you? How was it surprising? And in response to that, we've got Sam coming in um, with an answer saying, tend to get caught up in a whole new video or image. Um, Julia Weiss and um, Mike Gustafson um, both touched on it, but putting an extra 10 minutes on the description can ex can change things more than I realize. Ask a few people around the office and get some new ideas coming in. Um, right, Benion replies to question seven saying, I was surprised that selfie or front-facing camera video performed just as well in some cases as a professional video. People want authenticity in ads and that ad success proved that people can relate more with it. 
And then replying to question six, we've got Mark Gustafson going Facebook ad test. Number one, lifestyle product centric. Number two, long copy or short copy. Number three, emojis, no emojis. Number four, text on image, image only. Um, and then going on to question eight, Julie then asks, any lessons learned type of advice you'd like to share regarding Facebook ad creative? Julia Vice replies to um, that question going the text to image ratio on Facebook applies to your video thumbnails. Make or choose a thumbnail with limited text. Um, Mark Gustafson replies to question seven. So in surprising results, no description. I'm not saying this is money in the bank every time, but if you have a really powerful video or image, it can distract from what you want them to take away. Nicole Portman replies to question six saying it really depends. Usually CTA buttons both on ad or on image if it makes sense. For example, in recruiting, we found search openings in an ad creative works better than applying now. Overall, we try larger swings first to see what works. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Mark Gustafson replying to question eight saying this is tough for a lot of us. But if you're going to run a stock image, you might want to reconsider running Facebook ads. I'm not saying it can't work, but I'm saying the chances of it not working is high. A B2B ad with people in a meeting room, no stop. And then Julia goes on to question nine saying, what are the biggest challenges you face when it comes to creative assets when advertising on Facebook? Um, and in answer to question nine, um, we have... Ryan Benyon, um, giving an answer saying, having enough, I feel like I'm quite demanding on creative to produce new assets all the time. The fresher you're creative, the more you can learn. The more you learn, the better you know what works and can stop spending on stuff that doesn't. Julie Piccini replies to question nine saying, having enough assets available to make series of heart of ads that can be ready to run is the biggest challenge for me with Facebook creative. I will reiterate that clients are truly not prepared for the break breakneck breakneck pace that ads need to change there um julia vice replies getting them created the cost of good creative is major and though facebook has some creative support it's not always on brand and can cut out the creative team it's the production baby um and then yeah sam kesnick replies no surprise just getting enough new quality to creative to run and when Brown then replies to question nine as well, saying same problem when I needed banner ads back in the day for Google, getting the right assets made is never easy. Not everyone moves at the same pace. Trying to build a plan and process for this is not easy. Not everyone moves at the same pace. And then going to our second to last question, Julie asks, what do you wish you understood better about how ad creative impacts Facebook advertising performance? Julia Vice goes in with an answer saying what the impact actually is. I've been told to ignore relevant score and then use it to focus on true play, but then also engagement. Make up your minds, jerks. Give me a damn benchmark. Um, but then, yeah, Marcus again goes on to answer um, question nine saying biggest challenge is getting the freaking assets. I've been um, doing a lot of work with an agency that has this figured out to assign each client they take on depending on management fee is allotted creative points to spend internally to get ads designed and then we've got the last question of the day with um, Julie coming in with question 11 
saying, what do you wish clients understood better about how ad creative impacts Facebook advertising performance? Um, she replies to um, question 11 there, Julie, going that ads here are not shown because someone took at active an active step asking to be shown ads about X. Your ads are interfering with their primary purpose on Facebook. Remember that and design accordingly. So if you're going to distract people from their purpose, you know, make sure it's something they're going to worth looking at. I always hate videos that come in in the middle of um, another video that I'm watching. All those after like two minutes, it goes pauses for like 14 seconds. I hate those and those really disturb me. I've not seen a good one that's made me go, oh, I like that advert. I like the fact that I was disturbed from what I actually was watching. Um, anyway, doing brand replies to question 11 saying some clients need to learn if it's not working, even if the change is not 100% on plan on brand, make the change and give it a test. What worked 18 months ago is different than today. Um, and then, yeah, I'll see if I can get some few answers before we end the chat. Mark Gustafson replies to question 11 saying that creative costs money. While it's good that people recognize that they need to spend money on ads, they think that hiring a digital ads company means the ads are included. Did John Draper front the creative costs so they could run a billboard? No. <laughs> Love face. And that's a reference from Mad Men, if you guys have not watched or heard about that show yet. Um, and yeah, yeah, actually, I'm going to give some answers from Mark's media because they actually give some really good um good insights to some of these things um so yeah we've got max media replying to question one saying we tend to use images and image carousels but we've been exploring some video assets here and there my uh, to question two they go none in particular the clients have been good about providing additional new images as needed so yes get a client that provides new creative um to question three say we keep an eye on what generates leads and we're regularly testing different audiences to five they go not in particularly images tend to help for e-commerce related leads for question six they go we test different images different audiences lookalikes interest ages etc different cta text so yes using different cta for um ad copy testing is very important and they go jump to question nine going um we've had um some image creatives that needed to be updated because they had too much text included in the images that's the latest challenge that comes to mind so yes yeah, really nice different challenges um compared to what other people have given there. And we've got Abdul Samad also giving some of his answers going to question um, three. I've noticed for real estate, having building elevation in the creative gives more CTR and conversions as compared to including interiors. A thousand of impressions worked by far sample size, um, worked to be fair, um, sorry, thousand impressions worked to be fair sample to a fair sample size to test performance in my opinion to question six he goes and um, price inclusion and different ctas are variable with test in creatives so yes i'm going to bring that chat to a close julie really thanks um us all for joining today and you know obviously always encourages the, the discussion to keep going which it pretty much did but yeah i hope you found those like really you know, snappy questions coming in, people giving their quick answers. Main contributors being Mark Gustafson, um, Julia Weiss, Ryan Benyon, and um, Sam Kazanik, I believe, um, giving some really great advice on how what to think about in terms of creative, how to test, you know, try to how to prevent um, 
ad fatigue and the kind of length of videos, um, length of size of videos, which should be about, you know, 15 to 30 seconds long and using GIFs even, you know, some really great tips there uh, from our experts. So I hope you found this um, chat very useful and hope you've taken some great takeaways. I definitely have. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solution, do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello and mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to run smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.